Rosario despierta pronto por la mañana Prepara nueve tostadas y dos cafés Después lleva al niño a clase Trabaja y va a hacer la compra Y tiene la cena lista siempre a las seis Su jefa siempre le pide que no se duerma
mucho más fuerte, más fuerte que cualquier adversidad. Ella sigue pa'lante y busca, busca cualquier oportunidad para que a sus hijos nunca les falte, nunca, nunca les falte de nada. Que no les falte de nada. Salvo, no se rendirá. Porque, porque es mucho más fuerte, más fuerte que cualquier adversidad. Ella sigue pa'lante y busca, busca cualquier oportunidad para que a sus hijos Nunca les falte de nada. Un, dos, tres, y... Montesa, California Y hasta San Diego por Arizona Vamos marcando nuestro compás Bajando hasta Tijuana y a Rosarito Me compro un coco la mar de rico Viene y me dice usted ilegal Pero que me cuenta señora gente Si yo nunca hice mal a nadie y menos a usted Ay tenga piedad que quiero volver a casa por Navidad. Ay, señora, gente, tenga piedad. Le juro que este coco no es mío, que yo no sé nada. Saque su coco, qué rico, que loco, y la mano donde la pueda ver. Y aquí mando yo porque el mundo es mío. Saque su coco, qué rico, que loco, y la mano donde la pueda ver. Y aquí mando yo porque el mundo es mío. Parece mexicano y no puede entrar Que se corte ese pelo y se vaya a afeitar Allí sentado, me viene un poli todo empanado y usted está limpio, puede salir. Mire que se lo dije a su compañero, que esta semana me había duchado, me había hasta cambiado de calcetín. No se haga el gracioso que se la carga, tócate los huevos, vuelta a empezar. Ahí tenga piedad. Quiero volver a casa por Navidad Ay señora gente tenga piedad Le juro que este coco no es mío, que yo no será Saque su coco, qué rico, que loco y la mano donde la pueda ver Y aquí mando yo porque el mundo es mío Saque su coco, qué rico, que loco y la mano donde la pueda ver Y aquí mando yo porque el mundo es mío Parece mexicano y no puede entrar Que se corte ese pelo y se vaya a afeitar 
me vuelve loco, tú me vuelve loco, no puedes entrar. Coco, tú me vuelve loco, tú me vuelve loco, no puedes entrar. Coco, tú me vuelve loco, tú me vuelve loco, no puedes entrar. Coco, tú me vuelve loco, tú me vuelve loco, no puedes entrar. Coco, tú me vuelve loco, tú me vuelve loco, no puedes entrar. Coco, tú me vuelve loco, tú me vuelve loco, no puedes entrar. Coco, tú me vuelve loco. entrar Coco tú me vuelves loco tú me vuelves loco no puedes entrar Coco Ladies and gentlemen guys and dolls welcome to Share Your Buzz episode 119 my name is Tony I'm Cruz. And we got some guests in the house, but first, before we get to them, we want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Mayday Brewery, what brought up, to you by Mayday, and uh, who just signed down as an official sponsor for Steeplechase. Yeah. So if you guys are heading out there to Steeplechase, um, come on over to the uh, Principal Cigar area. I think um, mm-hmm. our buddy Darren, everybody from Principal is going to be out there, and you can even go to the after party if you buy a ticket yeah. and all that. So if you're going to go to Steeplechase... And, uh, and we're going to have Darren on in a few weeks to talk more about it. But if you're planning on going to Steeplechase and you're into cigars and, and local local music, local cigars, local tequila, uh, local beer, and uh, and racing, horse racing, then b- go to principalcigar.com and go through their website to get your ticket. And you can get uh, his actual, um, what do they call it, tailgate, his like tailgate party. <laughs> it's right up there on the right by the track. You're going to get to see all the horses. And you get... Uh, for the ticket price, you get all the, all that stuff I just mentioned, the booze and all that. So that would be good. Uh, could be a fun time. Yeah, we, got a, we got a cigar smoker with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll be talking with Darren about cigars and stuff like that more in a few weeks. But I'm, I'm, a little nervous because it's an all-day event and I'm kind of a lightweight. So. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Get an inter- intermediate with water, you know, just yeah. Drink a beer, drink a water. I'm just ready though. Don't I went. S- don't swallow it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you actually don't, right? That, that's how you do it, right? You don't swallow the, when you smoke a cigar. Oh, no. Let it roll around in there. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Soak up so all the delicious smoky enjoy, vibes. Enjoy, enjoy what you're smoking now. Yeah. Yeah. So tonight on the show, we uh, just heard some music, which you guys will hear uh, once this is all put together. In fact, you might have heard some coming into the show. I'm figuring figuring how I'm going to put this all together when it gets <laughs> done, but. Uh, the guys from the Room of Madre are here. So yeah, thank man. you guys for hanging out. Yeah. yeah. And I'll let, I'll let you guys. Uh, well, we got Dave. You need to get right up on that mic, too, when you talk, man. It's yes. Yeah. No problem. So Get in there with that awesome accent. Yeah, Give you guys want to <laughs> introduce yourselves and everybody? Yeah, my name is David Villa, and I'm from northern Spain. Uh, my family's from Galicia, but I grew up in Basque Country, and I've been in the U.S. for about seven years. And um, the one of the vocalists in the Rumba Madre, and I play guitar as well on Cuban Tres. Cool. Benjamin Alejandro, um, originally uh, from New York, um, Puerto Rican, born and raised in in, uh, in in Puerto Rico, uh, 
play the bass, acoustic bass, electric bass, um, and part of the, the rumba madre. I've uh, been living in the States since 05, cool. back in 05. So you guys Port- about way of Puerto Rico, right? Yeah, man, you guys got hit bad last year, right? Oh yeah, Ooh. we did. Uh, it was uh, it was a <laughs> pretty bad one. You got family down there? Yeah, still? I still have family. They doing okay? Yeah, they're doing good. That's good. You know, just battling with the, you know the everyday day to day thing, you know the light, the power going out, um, and just dealing with the government. <laughs> man, you know w- we freak out when the power goes out here. We take it for granted that a truck is coming like in th- tomorrow and fixing it. You know, and over there, over there, they they were like, uh, you know, they got so used to uh, being in you know black light, you know, like in the, the dark, mm-hmm. that uh, they were they were just wondering what was gonna happen when the power goes up goes back on, yeah. and you know what's gonna happen. I mean, that there's places they, s- they still don't have an electricity. Like yeah, yeah, they still. I mean, they're still like in the yeah. center, yeah. like yeah. in the yeah. in the top in the in where. 2018. I know it's crazy. Well, you know, you gotta have also gotta take it in, you know, in consideration that power company over there, they've been just, I mean, they just sold that power company to somebody else who's taking over, and they're trying to do something right now uh, to speed up everything, you know, yeah. the whole process. Uh, and in actuality, they just messed it up because I mean, they try to go faster than what. The equipment or whatever mm-hmm. will handle, sure. and whether the central power central whatever blew up, and half of the island went back dark. Oh shit! <laughs> so, right. you know, it, it is what it is, man. Little by little, day by day, they're just living them, trying to make it happen. That's one of the things that we Puerto Ricans we 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 don't take for granted. We just go out there. I mean, we we probably cry a day or two, but after that, just get yeah. our head up get and back. get back keep going forward. It's one of those things that when you live in that part of the world too, it's like it could happen any, any time, any day. Ain't for you then the Caribbean. Yep. It's uh, yeah. And we got another cat sitting on the couch. He's shy. Say, do you guys want to introduce the rest of your band that's either not here or doesn't want to come on the mic? <laughs> well, we got the Ernesto Lago. Uh, also, for, you know, he's from Cuba. You know, our neighbor, our brother, neighbor, uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, the violin. In this current administration, I wouldn't want to get on the mic either. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Probably get him get him over here and everything. Uh, he's a violin. Uh, he's a violin player. Violin yeah. player. He's not a violin. <laughs> yeah, he's still a violin. <laughs> you know. He picked it up out of the trash and started playing. You know, he's so he's so uh, talented about that. And then big, you guys had a couple player. You guys had a couple of percussionists that couldn't yeah. be with us today. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have a... Uh, Josh Vanni, who plays percussion, he's from Cuba as well, and then uh, Boris, Boris, who plays drums, mm-hmm. and he's from Venezuela. Nice. And we have another guitarist and vocalist as well, Ruben, who is from Colombia. Yeah. Man, you guys represent all the Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, you guys yeah. are really a conglomeration here. Pa- of everybody. Pan-Latin, Hispanic. South yeah. American, then you got your... What? Caribbean. Carib- Cari- yeah, Caribbean. Yeah. And yep. you Europe as well. Spain. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's that's what makes it interesting, because, I mean, they, we are... Uh, our, our main... Uh, Focus is rumba, you know, rumba flamenca, mm-hmm. um, and but we fusion it, you know, we get all these rhythms together from Cuba, from Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Colombia, and get it all mixed and make it work, you know, and and it's just you know a great sound. You got a new, new uh, is there a new name for your style for your style? 
I guess it's just like what they like they're doing right now in Spain, like rumba mixed with other um, Latin American rhythms, because there's so many Latin American musicians right now in Spain. So there's that kind of yeah, you know, vibe. And because uh, that's the one thing that we believe. I think that at least for me, since I moved here, I'm uh, you know like you're from Spain, you're from a country from a Spanish uh, Spanish speaking country. So they all want you to play like, can you play flamenco? Can you do salsa? Can you do this? And they're like, yeah, I can do that. But like you know, like I used to play country blues and uh, yeah. but since you're from that country everyone expects you to do that so we feel like let's just fucking embrace it and do that yeah <laughs> you know? yeah instead of coming here and playing like country because that's what people play when they sure. want us to play country mix with flamenco so we can put this exotic thing then let's do that yeah, yeah. and uh, so we mix all that, that everyone plays like with a different vibe you know like from yeah. puerto rico cuba venezuela and all together just again uh there's a lot of there's many things in common as well between your know, music in Spain and Latin America, so it just fits together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever comes out is what we play. <laughs> yeah. awesome, <laughs> name me, name me, whatever. So let's take it back in the time machine. I'm gonna start with you, David. You grew up in Spain. Yeah. How did you get music? Were your parents musicians or? No, my mom, my mom worked uh, in the field since she was about like five or six, and my my father did the same thing, and he he worked with cows and sheep and everything. And then they start working on a um, uh, like a metal factory, like steel yeah, factory, yeah. when they were like 12, 13. And so uh, your dad's a cowboy. Uh, th- th- he used to, he, he <laughs> was for like my my grandparents were for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then they they worked th- at these factories forever. They just retired like a few months ago, and uh, they didn't they didn't even go to school really. They, so they didn't play any instruments or anything. They just worked like. Yeah. Like at the factory every put single day for ten hours a day. Put food in the mouth. Though. Yeah, and um, and I I started playing music. I started playing rock and punk music as part of in in the Basque country, like working class movements, music movements. There, people yeah. didn't know how to play. We just went up and played because we wanted to say that we're here. You know, the working class being exploited by the same people as always. And here we are. And we're still gonna make noise and play music. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, I just went to start playing blues jazz etc and then i moved to the uk and i went to music school in the uk okay and then well, how old were you when you started doing that uh well i started playing music since I was when i was like 11 12 yeah i moved to the uk when i was 22 okay yeah and then i went to music school there. so while we're on that let's talk about what probably everybody listening uh is wondering and i know the first time that i heard you get up on stage i was wondering the same thing until my girlfriend explained it to me but being from spain and having like a British accent almost <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I went to since I was about six years old I went to an English school so I went to the normal school now I would go to a British school where the, my mm-hmm. teachers were you know English or they spoke like English people and then I moved to the UK as well so now like, normally people would say that uh, like he was saying that uh, p- uh, people in Europe normally learn British English British English but yeah. even if they do that they not they speak like they would speak like this with an accent even though they speak with uh, the English words Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I was used to the English accent because I had these professors and then uh, these teachers and then I went to the UK as well. So I was very always involved with. Also, my family speaks Galician or Galician Portuguese because they're from from Galicia, a region in Spain that speaks that language. Oh, okay. They moved to the Basque country where they speak Basque. So like I grew up speaking four languages. So, uh, I, don't, I don't even know where the Basque region's at. You have to. Uh, you wouldn't understand that. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I tried. Uh, no, man. Basque is apparently is the oldest language in the world because uh, when the Romans moved, well, moved, <laughs> they went. To when they moved. <laughs> <laughs> they went to the Iberian Peninsula. 
their, their text, but they say the people here say these words, and those words are Basque, and that's before Spanish even existed because the Romans spoke Latin. Yeah. So it's thought to be the oldest language in the world precisely because no one knows how old it is. Oh wow! That, that you can't trace it back. That's so amazing. You can you just keep going, and there's a word in the text that was like a hundred years before, and that word is also Basque. So it's never ending. So they wow. don't know. Oh what wow! Yeah. That's pretty interesting. I'm kind of a history nerd. I like especially just the fact that Europe is so much older than us. You know, yeah. here when you yeah. grow up in the in the states, it's like it, our history. You go you go to school, and our history only goes back like a couple hundred years. Yeah. It's like yeah. that's all we have. Like you yeah. can go, you can dig down, and you're going to find like. I mean, as far as we know, I mean, there's civilizations here. But who knows how long before the we killed Americans before and then the Vikings? And yeah, then before but we you killed. Also, them all. You also have Spaniards yeah. Uh, coming yeah. in oh, yeah. way before. Oh yeah, that. that's so. kind of why I got. So. That's why I love um, the Caribbean a little bit is because of that colonial. I mean, I know it was a horrible thing that yeah. pe- the countries did, but that yeah. that that um, the vibe or the culture you got down there from the mixture of colonialism yeah. and local native culture. Like when 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 the Spanish came down to uh, like the Yucatan Peninsula, you know, and they mixed in with the Mayans and all that, mm-hmm. and then you got like all these, you know, then Colombia and all that. And well, just it take it like this. I mean, in Puerto Rico, you got the uh, the Spanish, you know, conquistadors going and and mixing with the uh, native uh, Indian, and then bringing the African. Mm-hmm. So we got all three of them, you know, and not only in Puerto Rico, you got it in in Cuba, and Dominican Dominican Republic, yeah. you know, got the same thing. So we uh, we have it from the mother patria, la, 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 for the motherland, uh, you call it like that. Like uh, Africa, the motherland. Not actually Africa, Spain. Spain, Spain. <laughs> motherland. <laughs> oh, I, well, I, mean, I think I think well, what, thinking in the like. Grand yeah, I think what Chris was going for was that you know they say that all of civilization started in yeah, Africa. Yeah, in Africa. Uh, Which I mean, that's a theory. You know, you gotta you gotta be. Uh, I'm also a history, history, you know, nut and. The old thing about you know yes. Queen Chiba and all that Solomon and uh, that's don't don't let, let's not <laughs> take <laughs> that, <laughs> that subject. The funny the funny thing about yeah. the U.S. for me is that you know people when they talk about the the founding fathers and all that and like well you gotta think about the you know San Francisco and all that area or even yeah. Florida the Spaniards were there way before sure. the founding yep. fathers oh, yeah. got there. So if we want to really talk about the founding fathers, accept that your founding fathers were Hispanic. Oh, believe me, I grew up in Florida, so I know uh, it always... Did you fall out there? Yeah. Yes, I think the uh, the Native Americans were it fighting the Spanish hundreds yeah. and hundreds of years. Well, it always... Because you got a bunch of old white people that moved to Florida, and then they complain when uh, if somebody doesn't... When they hear you know, if someone doesn't speak English, and, and you know, cause old ignorant white people, they still exist. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it, it, always, it always makes me laugh, because oh, yeah. I was like... <laughs> It's like you know they were here first, right? Like you know we're we're the intruders, kind of like. The they name Florida. Yeah, like Florida. Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah that's Florida's like fifty percent Spanish, at least probably. But just the name of San Francisco, you know, and, and all that. Um, sure. Florida means yeah, covered San in Diego, flowers. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if people in Florida know that, but Florida means covered in flowers in Spanish. Yeah, mm-hmm. covered. Because it was covered in you know yeah. flowers and plants when they when they got there. Yeah. Nevada means covered in snow. California means hot oven because forno is oven, oven and yeah. Cali is from calor, which is hot. I mean, you can keep going. And yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. Many that's so Spaniard. Yeah. We love in America. We love to name New Mexico. <laughs> what is that? Was huh? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ready. It's 2018. How about some Hispanic? Oh, get, get the women we, involved. We get it. We get it. <laughs> Not funny. Hashtag Trump's America. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> we, 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 uh, <laughs> I love it, I love it. That's as good I can get. Share your buzz, baby. It, it wouldn't be a share your buzz episode if Kyle didn't drop on the mic once and say something <laughs> ridiculous. But, um, the bike is hot. And just, just kill the whole vibe what we had going on. Thanks, Kyle. History and uh, History. Yes. white supremacy. You know what we love? We we love to do in America is we love to name things after the things that we killed to take over that place. <laughs> you know, like we do with our neighborhoods. Like some, like everyone knows, like what, like the subdivided neighborhoods. They're always called like in Florida. They're all called like Cypress Springs or Deer Run. Or it's like, well, yeah, those things used to be here before we built a neighborhood right. on top yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. No doubt. But that's the, that's the history of this country. Like I'm. <laughs> I'm always when I'm, I I teach. I've been I, I taught for the last four years at Vanderbilt, and uh, and I teach. I've taught Spanish and Portuguese, and when I tell my students about you know like these things like this, like Nevada, Florida, and all this, or even Colorado means red in Spanish because mm -hmm. when they got there, they saw the river and the rocks and they were red. So they said, let's call this place Colorado. Mm -hmm. And when someone from Colorado hears that the name is, by you know it was named by uh, um, by the Spaniards, they got they're like. It's like a completely, you know, they have to mm. rethink the whole history. So I'm from Doesn't Colorado, compute. and Doesn't the name is, is in Spanish. So how can I be American? They're like, wow, like, so we might all be the same, and we might all be mixed. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. And so uh, yeah. It seems like if you think about the northern states, they kind of work through very English. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they work their way down, get more Spanish towards the bottom. I'm not sure what Tennessee is. Is that that's Indian? Well, it's, it's funny. American. Like even it's in Puerto Rico, it, some the, the names of the streets. Like you'll have a bunch of streets that have like Spanish names, and all yeah, of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, the, all of a sudden they'd be like Calais MacArthur or something like that. And you're like, yeah. you're well, like, I mean, where does English, where does where when, does British came? From? When you when you touch, you know, that Puerto Rican uh, uh, subject or the Puerto Rican subject, you gotta ha you gotta be like uh, uh, Spain. Uh, Puerto Rico was a you know colony, a Spain colony, first, and then it just you know just past you know they, they just they're not like okay we from american i mean a spaniard colony to american colony so that's when all the governors and everything prior to puerto rican natives governors they were all you know americans mm -hmm. and all the streets and everything that's where they all their names american names comes from when you know the u.s took over yeah that's what so I'm I, I hate to i'm stupid over here but is there a, a a native Puerto Rican tongue, other than Spanish, like old school way. Uh, back? not anymore. They trying, they trying, they trying to uh, bring it back. Really? Whatever they can find mm -hmm. in the uh, in the archives or whatever. Yeah, yeah the Taino, the Taino, the the, the Taino language, uh, which is the native Indian. Um, they're trying to uh, revive, you know, that culture. And so far, so good. I mean, they've been doing, you know, a whole lot of things. You know, they've been doing research and stuff to far back, you know, to the, to the, uh, when the Spaniards came in and all that. But uh, it's a very little, very, very not, little. They're not speakers. It's not no, like, no, no, like, no, no. I mean, they have, they have, they have a literature, you know, they're trying to decide, you know, to whatever it is. And, uh, but. We got a lot of a lot of a lot of words in the common, you know, day to day basis that they're from the you know, the, the Indians, you know. Mm -hmm. Like like hurricane in Spanish, you know, it's from Indian. Uh uh, uh the place a ceremonial place, you know, they they they're, they're like they had it we use it a lot. I mean so 
but the language per se, the language, you know, well, no, nah, they're trying, they're trying to uh, revive it, but you know, not everybody, you know, can speak Taino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. So you know, the if you got your Puerto Rican Spanish. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying there's obviously different types of Spanish. Yeah, our, our Spanish is kind of messed up sometimes, you know. <laughs> so in Nashville, it seems, especially, I mean, hell, with just within your group, you have a uh, representative of a lot of different uh, Latino countries. Yep. So I imagine is the is there a lot, because I don't know too much about the community in Nashville. I know, like, in, in Florida where I grew up, there was a lot of Mexican, a lot of Puerto Rican, Cuba, uh, Dominican. But the Central uh, Florida? Yeah. There you go. So if, um, like here in Nashville, is there a... Is there mostly is there, is there mostly one population or from one place or do you see a lot of mixed from different places? Oh, you got people from all around. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you have people from Mexico, people from Puerto Rico, Cuba, Dominican Republic, uh, Guatemala, Nicaragua, Argentina, Chile. Yeah, you, you the, the, from Venezuela, 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 Colombia, Venezuela. Brazil. Yeah, yeah, you got everybody. Everybody gets along. <laughs> they they yeah. do. There's there's one thing that I find very interesting in the U.S. with the uh, with Latinos and is that. Um, the, the concept of being Latino unites all... It kind of supersedes these stereotypes yes. of, against each, amongst each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And especially here, because they all come here and they the, they live in the margins normally, like most of them, because they come to like a primarily white country, whatever, or white or African-American, what, no, primarily white country. So they all get together as, you know, under the, the Latino tag, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that unites them all, and they all speak Spanish, and we all speak Spanish. So that is way stronger than being like from a specific country. Yeah. And that, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead before we get through like uh, you guys' bio story here, but that kind of leads into the single that we just heard, Rosario. It's kind of about that. Exactly. Yeah. That, that exactly. Rosario, the song is about, um, it's about immigrant women, generally speaking, and more specifically about Latino women in the U.S. Because the, the story that tells the, the lyrics talk about a woman that moved to a country you know, but it's the U- the U.S. but country where she's working twenty hours a day, and she's taking she's looking after her children, going to work, and trying to you know put up with everything that has to that she has to put up with in order for her to get the food for her children and you know like mm-hmm. uh, survive. And the reason why we did the we 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 chose um, a woman Rosario instead of a man is because women also in we tend to talk about la- la- Latino migration in terms of how Latinos have to work in you know, in the construction work or whatever, and how they might not have the, the papers, how they exploit, the, they've been exploited in different ways, blah, blah, blah. But there's the women that people don't really talk about. They stay, most of the time, stay at home, looking after the husband and the children, etc. Mm-hmm. And they have not only to put up with racism, but also with the sexism that then they have to put up with the husbands most of the time. <laughs> so we chose the, the figure of Rosario because there's so many songs that talk about Latino immigrants, but not really about how women yeah. are d- like twice uh, in, in the margins as Latino women, but also as just women. Sure. Yeah. So we thought that was a different perspective that could also you know, look into something different about immigration. Yeah, no, I think the, I thought that was really cool because I mean you're exactly right. I, mean, I have a daughter, and and a mom. I mean we all have moms, so it's like it's one. It's definitely something that uh, I'm glad has come into perspective recently in uh you know in pop culture is like dude, this this idea that not everything has to happen from a man's point of view. Yeah, you know, it's and that's beside what you said there. That the point of view because it's not even having to talk about because we could have done a song talking about men, but from the perspective of a woman because that's very interesting when you see a film. 
everything that's happening normally is from the perspective of a man. It doesn't matter if the, the, the director is a man or a woman because we're used to watching films that have been made by, by men. So there's so many little details that you see that come from the you know, uh, male perspective. And when you put a woman, if it's difficult because again, the women are part of the heteropatriarchado, as you would say in Spanish, het heteropatriarch, or no, no. Sure. so they, they look at it in the same way. But the more the women get involved with things, the more f things become feminine. And that's to me is completely positive because that takes away the, all the, you know, like the, the strong the macho, man, yeah. the, the macho. The macho and yeah. the And that's, that's right what we, like, I, I wrote the lyrics for Rosario and that's what I was trying to try to say. It's not just about being an immigrant and being a man strong, looking after the, there's this woman that's doing the exact same thing, but also having to look after that husband that comes home and, uh, he, and he's like, where's my dinner? And the woman mm -hmm. is like, what the fuck, I've been all day <laughs> working, you know, and now I still have to look and do this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, as I said, like twice marginalized from... <laughs> and there's plenty of stereotyped women's uh, positions, just like the men, you know, they say like uh, the Latino men, they're, they're you know, they're, they're always, gonna, they're going to be construction workers or they're going to be landscapers, you know, there's like all the stereotypes about that. And then, but... The same thing happens with the women, even worse, because their jobs are not are even more menial than that. They're they're, they're what? They're like housekeepers or, housekeepers or nannies, cleaning or, yeah, yeah. nannies, yeah, cleaning toilets. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know, someone told me once, you know, Latina women are the best uh, toilet cleaners in the world, and he was being serious. And I'm like, I'm happy they are, but that's not something to be proud of, because that shows like. Uh, are you gonna stay? Th are you gonna stay there forever? No, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you gotta, you know, do the progress. Yeah. Damn man, you guys got me thinking. That's <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Well, and and uh, I thought we were, you know, going in a in a in a good direction, but uh, and I and I think and I, I don't want to get into, on a political topic too much because we try to stay away from too much serious stuff. Uh, but, of course. <laughs> but I will say though, it's uh, I, uh, I felt like we were going in a good direction. And then we got a little bit of a hurdle here recently, but I don't. I think this might be a good thing overall because it might wake people up to being like what the alternative is. Like, like, oh yeah, we were we were we were progressing against in women's rights and immigration rights, and having this little roadblock is like in in those in those avenues. It might be like might be a wake up call to people who thought that they didn't have to do anything to mm -hmm. you know. Oh, it's just it'll it'll work out fine. It'll work out fine. Now maybe it'll wake people up. You know, like hashtag woke, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Things uh, activated many, many minds in, in the U.S. Yeah. Like the, the the current political scenario, or the current <laughs> political climate. It, it has, you know, like made pe many people think. So in that, there's actually many people that thought before, you know, elections and all that. They thought, actually, I want this person to win because if he wins, then people are going to stand up against him and then there's going to be a stronger movement than there is if somebody else wins mm -hmm. so it's like precisely what you're saying yeah and uh, yeah like i don't know if the, um and whether just just to appease all of our um listeners who might like we're not taking a side here i'm saying whether you're whether you're for him or against him uh, you, you you can admit even if you're for uh trump yeah. you can admit that he has taken on the persona of the people of the one that people love to hate for those reasons like he is like he's taken on the embodiment of everything that the like you know the um the liberals are like fighting against so whether he believes it or not i don't fucking know i'm not political all i yeah. know is that he's he's the he's the scapegoat for all those emotions that we're that yeah. so describe it yeah yeah hmm. well i think 
he needs to open a history book, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, because that's what this country is founded on. You know what I'm saying? It's it's the strength of, of people that come to this country and want to do well. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it must suck to come to a place and want to try to prosper. And you're doing what you can to serve the country, and yet you, you feel like the country doesn't respect that. I mean, you, you know gotta you gotta remember respect. though, uh, all the Europeans who came in uh, the, the supposed founding fathers, you know, they got refuge over here though, you know, and they were immigrants. Mm -hmm. So, what's that means? I yeah, mean, right. they, that, that all the, like all of the people that were involved. Well, I guess there was already a couple of generations here by the time the revolution happened, but most, like all the people who were here for the American Revolution, they were either of British descent or or or, exactly. were, or actually were British. And exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So you know that makes you immigrant, and so don't be uh, don't be going off on like you know the other oh, immigrants, are immigrants. Oh, hold up, you got to go back. If you don't know history. Go ahead and, and know a little bit of history. And That's what you're talking you know, about. And I've always been, I'm not a very big on nationalism. Like everybody knows this. I'm, I'm not a big fan of like we're the best in the world. Like, you know, USA, USA, like I'm not, I'm not big on all that stuff. But if you're going to have pride in where you're from, have pride about the right things. Like if, exactly. if, if I'm going to, if I'm proud to be an American, it's because America was founded on a bunch of people that were not from here. That like we were, we were, a, we're literally the melting pot of the rest of the world. Just exactly. come here and be cool. Exactly. And then that's where we're found on. So, I'm not really yeah. big on patriotism, but when I but if I was going to be, it would be yeah. because of that. It would be because of like we're, you know, we're not like everybody else who just is like, oh, we're just one thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm 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 from Spain, and I, I hate the Spanish flag, and I hate the Spanish <laughs> anthem, and I hate anything that has to do with people standing up to a piece of cloth. Yeah, it's weird to me, it. especially our national anthem. The, the and. Again, people always I always get flack from the listeners when I talk too much shit about it, but I it's not that I I have I love my country. I just I don't like all all the little ancillary stuff that comes along with it. It's like religion. Mm -hmm. I believe in God. I don't believe in all the little things that man you know that men made up about God. All the rules and yeah, regulations. The, yeah. <laughs> so like when it comes to patriotism, like it's it's uh if you listen to our to our national anthem, like the British national anthem is a uh, there's only one little piece in there where they talk about war, and it's like it's mostly like love the queen and all that stuff. And then there's like one part where it's like it and will only use means like there's one I forget the exact lyric, but there's one part where they like only use um, f a force if when it needs to be like only use it if it has to be, mm -hmm. and we'll stand up for it. And the, but the whole American national anthem is about a war. It's about we we got the biggest bombs. Yeah, like it's pretty much like we're the best at blowing things up. The the Spanish uh, national anthem has no lyrics. It has no lyrics. And uh, you people, because in Spain there's many different languages that you speak Portuguese, Inglesia, Basque, Catalan, blah blah blah. So it has no lyrics, so no one gets offended because it's in a specific language mm -hmm. that is not their language. So it has yeah. the music. It has the music. I just want to make a, a point, and I grew up basically with white people and Latinos, and sprinkle Asian. One or two sprinkle African Americans just for posterity. Just literally, so I mean, I you know, I, I think it depends on where you grew up. Uh, that will change your perspective. But I, I went to I, I grew up where people went to college yeah. who were Mexican Americans or but that that's besides Puerto Rican. But that's Americans. besides the white diversity is so important because so. you 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 grow up with other like people from different places and then you just be like come to th see it as natural like you describing. Yeah, so I think I think small towns like this where you like a lot of people really haven't been in Nashville from uh, Latin American countries haven't been in Nashville for very long. 
Yeah. And so I think there's that perception, of, oh, they're going to scrub a toilet, they're going to work construction. And yeah, some of them are because they don't speak English or some of them speak very little and, and whatever. But um, I think the Latino culture has everything that embodies an American person, uh, the strong family values, hardworking. Um, and it's going to, they're going to be, you know, we're talking politics now, like, they're going to be the culture that saves our country for the next hundred years or maybe even more. So you heard it from a Chicagoan right here. Okay. <laughs> Your pulpit. You've also put, you, you've drop got, mic. Mic drop. What is that thing that they go yeah. with? Uh, yeah, don't mic, drop. Mic don't drop our mics, Kyle. They're expensive. <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> no, of course. But yeah, yeah, that's the, I mean, the, the, the thing is just that, um, Beyond, like being, like you said, you were surrounded by Latinos, blah blah. blah. But it, it's just the, um, that there's like an un- unconscious way of understanding the U.S. You, you, for for instance, you go to any country in the world, you talk about the U.S. No one's gonna talk about a Chicano that speaks Spanish at home. They're gonna think about a white man that speaks English and goes to church, etc. And that is so much into culture that uh, just people that's what understand when they say the U.S. And uh, so yeah, when the when the when saying the U.S. becomes anything like it can be an African American man, woman, not the self-made white man working mm-hmm. to get a house, a dog, and a family, when that that when the U.S. the American flag, the anthem is not connected to that immediately in the unconscious mind, that's when it, that's when you know the, the real change is gonna happen, because and that's that's hard because that's that's in the movies, in the books, in the literature in everything on facebook on youtube and um, and it's hard like i mean it's been there forever so and i think p- part of that it, what would help is we've got from the 50s and in 40s 50s has been you know the white picket fence american dream we had this idea of an american dream which is what you've described mm-hmm. but what it what is the 2017 2018 ambition as an american and once we find that all-inclusive goal of what it is to be American, I think that's what we need right now. We don't have that. Yeah. We don't know what that looks like. I guess it. I yeah. guess it's. I guess it's everyone. Well, we're kind of we're figuring that out, right? It's, yeah, we're figuring yeah. it out. So it's, mm. it's, it's like, like a re- re- redefinition of what it is to be a, an American. Yeah. Mm. I think there's a lot of different definitions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 That was a that was an interesting tangent we just went yeah. on. I like that. Yeah, that was a little detour <laughs> over there. That. No, I, lo- I like it. I like it. Well, because look, look, there's so many, there's tons of uh, musicians to, for fans to choose from in Nashville. So yeah. we we like to get people on the show and talk about stuff, just not just music, because okay. yeah. because what do you guys because well with this guy over here, you know, you can take more. You you can talk more than <laughs> more than music and politics and all that. Um, uh, my my PhD is in. In music and politics and stuff, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we can be yeah. here for twenty hours. Twenty hours, <laughs> I say more than that. Yeah. It'll be like yeah. a month or two, you know, talking to the same subject. We might have to go to the store and get more more yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that's why Rosario. That's why I, I wrote the lyrics to Rosario because I wanted that perspective of a Latino immigrant woman that's working, you know, her ass off and is making things happen. And she's like, I don't care. I'm gonna go forward. My 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 children are going to have a perfect life and they're going to be happy, mm-hmm. which is like, I'm not, uh, I'm proud of being a Latino woman and I'm still not uh, just 
complaining about being in the U.S. and being you know discriminated or whatever. I'm still gonna work. My children are gonna be here. My children are gonna be Americans, and they're gonna be the face. This t- kind of face of my children is gonna be the face of the U.S. Yeah. So that was like kind of the the message. The, and see, and nobody and nobody uh, over here in, in Nashville and been taking that role of you know taking up on you know them to write and do something about that. And uh, talking about. Uh, the immigrant woman or the immigrants, you know, and in, 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 in that matter, but specifically the woman. Mm-hmm. So and uh, he took the, you know, took it up on his shoulders, you know, just go ahead and start writing, uh, and start doing that. And is when we explain or when he explained, you know, the uh, the meaning of the song uh, to everybody, to every they uh, first reaction, and not only women, I say male too. Mm-hmm. They start applauding and they start, you know, just going like crazy because they feel and I and I have stories too of, of women they they have listened to it the very first two sentences of the verse they start crying mm-hmm. and this is women that every single day they go out and they work and they and they have you know family and they have you know but they portray themselves you know in the in the, in the song. Mm-hmm. And they they start crying and they're like that's me and they you know that's that that's not the the what we wanted to do but in a way it's happening. It feels good probably as a as exactly. A I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of like proud. Band, like together you're doing something and you're making people feel an emotion. That's yeah. kind of that's yeah. that's your job, right? As yeah. an, as as an artist, because yeah, they're, they're like that song is about me. That song is not again about just like these beautiful you know no, woman no, no, from no. somewhere else. it's about me a latino yeah. woman that has the, the that i'm working the i'm job. working two like, three jobs like, a day like i'm being represented yeah. in a song they yeah. play this song yeah. at a venue and they sing in it and that's me you know pretty much yeah. what we're taking we're taking with everybody else everybody else is putting down we're taking you as a woman you know you know, lifting you yeah. up and, and, and put you right there where you yeah. where, where you belong. You know what I mean? But be proud. Of yeah, what you to are. be proud exactly. Yeah. Be proud of what what you are, not what you're doing, what you are, because mm-hmm. that's two different things. What you're doing probably is demeaning, as you know, is to the eyes of everybody else. You know, that you're doing, uh, you're cleaning toilets or you, uh, houses or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we not don't don't be proud of that. Be tr- be proud of who you are. Yeah, you know. No, indeed, indeed, man. In fact, uh, and you guys had you guys had a really cool uh, little Instagram campaign leading up to that mm-hmm. uh, with all your Rosario, photos, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The, all and, the uh, memes and all, all the memes and everything. And <laughs> I want I want to talk about that, but I will, but I will say um, up right up until I mean uh, I went and saw you guys at Plaza Mariachi last week, and uh, right up until then, like I had heard I like you guys performed the song, and I heard it there, and it wasn't until actually. When I got home that night, because my girlfriend speaks Spanish, so when she, when I got home that night, she we put the song on and she uh, translated the lyrics for me, and it w- that's when I actually realized what it was about. Because when I was there listening to it, I really I was just dancing and having a good time and not really listening to it. But and then when I got home and I found out what it was about, I was like, oh shit, this is a serious fucking song. Because that's 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 the other thing that uh, we all, all our songs are in Spanish, and uh, that might somehow you know like make a barrier with people that speak English, but I believe we believe that by doing that people that don't speak spanish if they want to know what the song is about they're gonna have to read it maybe get a dictionary ask someone and uh, the 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 materiality of the song is making people have to go through spanish too 
And I think that's a valuable thing for people to actually have to experience Spanish. Instead of making it easy for them, they're going to have to be like, oh, I don't understand this, I want to understand it, I'm going to have to then, you know, get someone to translate it or something. And in that process, they encounter Spanish as a natural thing that they just try to understand, which is the struggle that Latino, like Rosario, go through every single day with English. So I think, like, symbolically, it's something that is very powerful for non-Spanish speakers mm. to have to, you know, encounter that uh, problem. No, it's not a problem, but, you know, like that uh, obstacle having to... And that's, the, and that's the teacher for you. you know, I mean, he's, he's, he's doing all that, the teaching, you know, I want you to learn. I want you to, uh, yeah. to, to learn what I'm reading, I'm, what, what, what I'm writing. Yeah, there's a band from Chicago, Los Crudos. <laughs> Whenever you're not talking, you lean up on the mic, and then when you start talking, you lean back. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hear, when, I, when I'm here, my voice is so loud that I think I'm too, I'm too loud. No, you got to get in now, there. I was going to say uh, that... You the, got the, a sexy the, voice. The, <laughs> no, well, everyone knows that. But <laughs> So the, the, there's a band in Chicago called Los Crudos. Um, uh, it's a punk band. They're huge like, in the punk scene in, in Spain, Latin America. They're from Chicago. Their parents were from Latin America. They, all the songs are in Spanish. There's one, only one song that they did in English, and that was a song called Yes, Motherfucker, with, the, with that speak band, which is a song in English. And yeah, because they said that they were discriminated in the punk scene because everyone was, yeah, that's the speak band that they, they sing in Spanish. Mm. So they, every song in Spanish, and they said that they did it for two reasons. One, to connect with all the Latinos around the U.S., and the struggle that they have to go through to, you know, like do things in English. They were like, we're going to do it in Spanish for them. That we're going to have a punk community in Spanish. And then also to educate non-Spanish speakers with Spanish punk. And I think that's, again, that to me is a very powerful message. Not message, but a uh, strategy. And I think that's the same thing that we're doing. We're doing the song in Spanish. You're going to have to read it in Spanish. Ask someone if you don't understand. You're going to understand it afterwards. If you like the music, you're going to have to go through the lyrics. And it's just a beautiful way of you immersing in the in because the music is a mix of Spanish rumba with lat Latino rhythms as well, like Cuban song, etc. So you're gonna get immersed in the music, and symbolically that's gonna take you to Latin countries, but also the lyrics, and then you're gonna learn the lyrics. You're gonna you're probably gonna remember a few words after you read the lyrics, mm -hmm. and uh, I think that it's just like f for us, and we say that in the website, our music seeks to promote to foster diversity and diversion which in spanish is the same word diversidad diversion is uh, diversity and fun so through having fun we want to foster diversity and try for people of different yeah. you know cultures races and to so it's come one and it's impossible to it's pretty much impossible to not have fun when you're listening to latin music too because it's yeah. it's like you have to your body even if you're the whitest uh, nerd in the world, you find yourself <laughs> at least tapping a foot, right? If that's all you can do. Yeah. Or doing something. Uh, like, I mean, you look yeah. like you're having a, a whatever, I don't know. Uh, some kind of spasm. Some kind of <laughs> White people dancing. <laughs> yeah. Making folks laugh since forever. You go in oh, that, that that If you dance, you don't have to dance. There's no right way. You're dancing and you're having a good time with the music. As long that as you is feel not, it. I mean, yeah. As long as you can feel sure. it. And even if uh, it might be like, it's not my music or the music that you're used to, but you're dancing to a foreign music. I can say, if you like foreign music, how are you going to make a statement against foreign people? You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. If you embrace foreign music, you're going to have a hard time justifying not embracing foreign people because yeah. those people are the ones that make the music you enjoy so much. I think that 
very same with like African Americans <laughs> and like hip hop. Like a lot mm-hmm. of people listen to hip hop, and I guarantee so many people that listen to hip hop hate on black folks. You know what I mean? You know yeah, they yeah. do, man. You know it's just out there. It's true, but it doesn't make sense. But it's crazy. there's a lot of um, like we were talking a little bit about this before. Like they were talking, David, you were telling me about like uh, not being able to find venues. They maybe that are. Uh, because of the language barrier that a lot of venues around here are either country shows or, you know, things like that. And I, I, one of the things that I love, and this goes right back to, I say it every week, every every time we have these great artists on the show, it, it, it just furthers, um, bolsters my point of view on this, is that we are really lucky to be in Nashville at this point in time because there's something cool going on here right now. And part of that is the diversity that we're getting in our culture and our music and our art. And... Uh, like even the fact that I saw you guys at Plaza Mariachi, like there's and you walk around and there's not just Latinos walking around there. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there's, uh, everybody's walking around there. Yeah. And then we we have the, we have Rudy's now, the jazz club that features a lot of um a lot of Latin music as well. So, uh, you know, you see uh, we see a lot of the same artists at Plaza Mariachi that we see playing at yeah. you know at Rudy's <laughs> like uh, Giovanni and all that. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, he he refuses to be mentioned on, on the yeah yeah yeah. At on the couch. <laughs> Which I'm afraid, I'm I'm sad he's not gonna get on the mic because I have so many questions about Cuba. I'm I'm thinking about yeah, we Cuba fan. Me yeah, and Mike, yeah. come, on, Ernesto, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, there you go, Ernesto, come on, there you go, there you go. Just give him another mic tie. Loose him up, loose him up, loose him up. Give him a beer, give him a beer. Give, give him a fiddle slash violin, get, get violin him, get him drunk. Him. <laughs> I gotta say, I loved watching you play the violin, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys were awesome last weekend when we saw you live. I, w- I would urge all you listeners out there, if you guys, if you can catch these guys, and you guys are playing all the time. You just played a show last night. We did. Right? So uh, and we played twice that Sunday that you went to Prasmaiati. We we had already played in the morning in a different place. Yeah, we we had an early one. Every day hustling. Now that we got three different nationalities on here, we're like. It's one of those things I think for, like, it's like um, we were talking about cigars earlier, or like maybe a good bourbon. Yeah. If you don't know cigars, they all taste the same. If you don't know bourbon, it all tastes the same. If you don't know Latin music, it could all sound the same. Exactly. So, so but, you know, uh, in reality, the um, the influence that we got in the Caribbean, um, and this is something that a lot of, a lot of the countries, even not only the Caribbean, because Brazil has it, um, other, you know, Colombia has it, Venezuela has it, the African drums, you know, when the African came to the, you know, to this part of the country, you know, or this part of the world, they brought, you know, their own instruments, you know, and all that. So, and the thing is that we took that, every country, and kind of amplified it, you know, kind of like, it grew, it grew to something better or something i don't know how to i mean not, not better but something our own you know we own it yeah and between puerto rico and, and cuba we got the pretty much the same flavor you know same thing going on then de un, de un las dos alas. exactly i mean that's that's one of the uh uh, uh what you call it a politician or uh wrote one time cuban puerto rico from one birth what one bird the two wind, wings, mm-hmm. meaning that we're brothers, 
and we are exactly the same thing. The thing is, you know, we had different things, uh, like every, like every brothers and sisters. Yeah. We got differences, but we are the same. Actually, you we know? have uh, almost the same flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the colors are backwards, but you know, it's, 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 it's the same black. Get closer. Three years uh, here in Nashville. I won. It's not gonna bite you. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I, I have to admit, I uh, really wanted you to come on the mic for selfish reasons because uh, I'm trying to go to Cuba this year, and I just uh, I'm I'm infatuated with uh, Cuban culture, man. I just want I want to now that because when you grow up in our age, I, I'm 38. When you, I'm I'm probably sure we're all probably around the same. 41. Like, yeah. So 30. 33. So 32. 32. No, me and you, me and you are closer. So <laughs> But when you when you grew up in our generation, especially being a white dude from the states, we never thought we were ever going to get to see Cuba. Like it was, it was ever since I was born, it was like, well, you can't go to Cuba. You can't. It's off. You know, it's, it's yeah. you just never. So we never thought that was even going to be an option. So yeah. now that we're now, now that it's a it's an option, and we and I can go. Like I feel like I have to go. Like I have to go see because I I mean I love that part of the world. And here was this part of the world, this only thing in the Caribbean that I couldn't go to, and now I can go to. I feel like I have to go and see it while I can. Well, you uh, was was an option because you you can't go there right now. Yeah, I know they're putting all kinds of regulations mm -hmm. on it again. Yeah, yeah. just I, I I think it's um you, you can just go there in a cruise line. Yeah, cruise line. Stay there like 24, 24 hours. Yeah, that's what we were looking. We were looking at one of those cruise yeah. lines, and I usually don't dig cruise lines. Cruises are like WalMarts on on the on the water. <laughs> they're like it's, it's but. I like, but I, if it's the only way to get there, and, I, and that's the only way I ever get to see Havana, well, you I, I, I want to see it. Yeah. They're trying to they, they're trying to make it so difficult that uh, uh, I think a, a, a what you call it a, a ticket, airline ticket, yeah. is ridiculous and expensive, and uh, and and not only that, the um, the hotels and stuff like that, they're ridiculous, you know, over there. I mean, so if the cruise is it is the way it is. I mean, yeah, yeah hey, hey man. You can always go to Mexico and then go to to Cuba. When I, I I've been to Cuba once, and uh, I mean it was full of Americans. It, it was there were so many really? Americans. Yeah, and they they all went through Mexico like a different country. So they would go there. And like a tour. Fly yeah, no they, no uh, just go to a country they, and they fly from a, there. They fly like a third party. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. You can do that. Like so. So I mean, yeah, technically you can still go, right? It's, it's it's not illegal to go. You just can't really. You just you just can't get there very easily. Like, so if you were to go to another, if you were to go to Mexico first and then go, yeah. So because it used to be like when the embargo was gone, like even even if you went to Mexico first, they they wouldn't let you back in to America with a Cuban stamp. But it. but they don't normally like well you can say, I don't I'm, but uh, they wouldn't stamp it like they didn't stamp my passport and I'm from Spain. Okay. Because every time you get a stamp from from Cuba, then it, it can be a problem to get in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So like, what did you do in Cuba? Why did you go to Cuba? Are yeah. you a communist? I don't, you know. So yeah, I'm coming. I want to stay. So I just went to get some rum and some cigars. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, but when you go to the border, they normally don't. If you don't want them to stamp, they don't. They didn't on mine. Okay, yeah. interesting. We are. Yeah, man. I mean, we uh, yeah, being from different, you know, like Puerto Rico, Cuba, Spain, Colombia, and, and Venezuela. One of the things. One of the things uh, we got in common is, uh, and, and it makes it very easy to make music, is that African root, mm -hmm. that African, that, that, you know, that base right there, that, you know, Cuba and Puerto Rico, we call it clave, and Venezuela, we call it clave too, 
uh, de tambores, you know, tambores de batá, bomba y plena. I mean, there's different rhythms from tambores de batá, Cuba, uh, bomba y plena in, in Puerto Rico, los tambores in Venezuela, the, conga, all those. Conga, huh? conga Cuba. Yeah, congas and all that. So all those rhythms, we all can play together. Don't matter, you know, if you're not from Venezuela, Puerto Rico, or or Cuba, because we all we all have that 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 pattern, Back, that like base the backbone. Yeah, the, the backbone. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That is the same. It's African. Mm-hmm. You know, I, one of my one of my greatest or influence in in, in in the music is Richard Bona. He's African, and he can play a, a, a Cuban, you know, timba, you know, like anybody. Better than most, uh, you know, Cuban, you know, bass players, because of that. Because I mean, he got the—he's African. I mean, he had the the yeah. backbone. You know what I mean? So that's one of the things that we all shared together, and and also the influence now in Spain for years now. It's not from not not from today. It's from years. It's been going on in Spain that you know that all it all get together. I mean, like. Mingles or mix yeah, yeah. or I gotta say, you want to say it. Um, David, this uh, you know, from where I grew up, I met I, I met lots of people from uh, Spanish-speaking countries, or lots of like lots of South Americans, lots of you know Caribbean. Uh, you're the first person I've actually met that's actually from Spain, though. Uh, <laughs> from the I'm, I'm, Madre Tierra, and, I, and you're uh, <laughs> Madre luck- luckily my <laughs> luckily my girlfriend's not here right now because she might leave me because she's obsessed with Spain and anybody from Spain and she like wants to go so bad. That's definitely on our list of places to go that neither one of us <laughs> has been yet. So it's uh, you, you should go. And even like in when I'm from Spain, I grew up in the Basque country. Many people would you know like say that they're not part of Spain because they speak Basque and that, that was a region that was the before the, la- the the Romans went to the to the mm. to the Iberian Peninsula, my family's from Galicia, where we speak Portuguese, and it used to be the 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 capital of the Portugal before Portugal became Portugal. So all that area, the Iberian Peninsula, is a mix of many different things. The s- southern Spain used to be part of uh, like the the Arab uh, I don't know empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's such a big mixture that uh, even though I'm like I'm from Spain. Being from Spain can be being from many different cultures. Yeah. So. And pl- and all, a lot of the uh, just the anywhere, Europe is is interesting because of all the, there's the everything is so different, but also there's this over this overlying like Europe like you're all European. There's like this this like under like this blanket of being European that goes over it. Like like I said, like they teach English in all the schools and everything, mm-hmm. right? So it's like it's weird. Like when you when people like they don't teach other languages in America like they teach other languages in in Europe like when you go to when you learn English in Europe like you become fluent yeah like, like when they teach Spanish at school here it's like you take 2 years and mm-hmm. you know maybe you you remember a few words like i, I learned more from working on construction than i did from ever being in in school like right. hola adios eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's like, it in europe that's they learn like they really they learn really well english like really good english in many different countries especially in those that are very small mm-hmm. and they have a language that maybe is not shared by many other countries in spain they like I mean, people learn English, but not as much because they're also like a bit like the Americans. They think like, well, like half the world speaks Spanish. Yeah. Well, actually, let's talk about that because of people who might not know or or just it's a, it might be a cliche topic for you guys. But um, just for is there I, I know that there's differences in the Spanish that people like, it's, it's not just one language. 
Like it's, it's a little bit different everywhere. Like I know that it's a little bit different if you're actually from Spain, right? Than if you're maybe in Mexican or Puerto Rican. Well, you got the slang. I mean, you know, pretty much we uh, we can't understand each other mm-hmm. because as you know, from the from the motherland, yeah, yeah. you know, you know that that you know, what do you call them? The uh, the Castellano, the yes, yeah, Spanish yeah, Castellano. That's yeah. the way they say Spanish in Spanish. Yeah, Castellano. So, because so because the. Spain is a recent country, like before Spain was Spain, mm-hmm. it was Castilla, like yeah. Castile. So the language spoken couldn't be Spanish because Spain didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it was, it was, it was Castilian. Castilian. The, the, the so Castellano. So, so the, uh, I might have, you know, Puerto Rican slang, some words that in Cuba, they, they mean nothing, you know. And then in Cuba, they have some words. We're, we're talking about that, you know, uh, you know earlier. That uh, that it means something for them, but for me, like, like, what the heck, you know? What are you talking about? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So it's more that's a slang, you know, like the way kind of messed is up it, your words. Is <laughs> it like it, so? It'd, it'd be like if you know, like how they say that in uh, in England they speak the Queen's English, and then here in America yeah. we have like a butchered version of their language, sort of like. It'd be like me. I mean, oh, for English, I mean for British, you know, they, you. you we don't even speak the English, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, that's I, I yeah, pr- yeah. probably the same thing for Spain. For Spain, you know, yeah. that we don't speak, you know, Spanish. It'd be, it'd be like me saying, "Oh my Gisa, you want to go across the frogging toad?" And I already just what say, the I hell said, did he I say? said, you "Hello, my friend, you want to go across the road?" Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's slang that they use in the yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, do you want to get some bees? Do, have you got some bees and honey? And that means, have you got any money? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You want you want some fish and fries or fish and what? Fish and chips. Fish and chips. But that's little. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's pretty much like that. Like the difference between uh, Australian English, American English, Canadian, UK English, Canadian English, Canadian English, Australian, um, yeah, British. We don't know. we don't claim can- Canada as part of. Canada. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> then it's funny as well because, um, yeah, yeah. for instance, Cubans they say a sentence when they go when they leave they say. Me pido, which is like it's long to say. I'm like like I split, like that. And uh, we say the same in Spain, but but I thought that uh, well, that it was uh, like a very Spanish slang, like it's long thing to say in Spain. But now they say the same thing in Cuba. So even some things that might be slang, then they're the same. <laughs> Someone just broke a pen. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of nervous. I mean, he's a chat guy. Good, man. Well, I don't know where my co-host went, um, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. We've got about an hour now, so thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Hey, man. Before Good we glad, leave, man. there's something very important that we have to say. Please, you can go on Facebook, facebook.com, the Rumba Madre, T-H-E-R-U-M-B-R-A-M-A-D-R-E. You can look us up on rumbamadre.com. You can look us up on Instagram as well. And you can look us up on YouTube and you can listen to our music there. And you can even listen to Rosario. You can download Rosario as well. Yeah. You there. So we're going to be on Spotify too. Nice. Uh, yeah. Spotify and that's, the, that's the, the next other. step. In a couple of weeks, we'll be on, on Spotify as well. Yeah. You guys got any shows coming up you want to plug? This will come out next Friday. So um, anything after next Friday? Not right now. We're trying to. We we actually working right now and getting the the next month's shows. Next month's okay, yeah. yeah. And not only that, we uh we still in the studio. Uh, we're doing the second single, uh, to yeah. be released uh, soon. Uh, we were still working on the you know, the production, you know, the 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 CD. Which actually, cool. we d- one of the songs that we played here, 
exactly. is the second single. Okay. We, wo- we won't say which one, so you don't know. Okay. Exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. if we, if we tell, you know. That's the reason why I didn't say nothing. Uh, which, one, which one was? Yeah, yeah. So we'll you see know? if, it, we'll see if uh, what kind of campaign you come up on Instagram for this yeah. one. Yeah. It's going to be a, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one cuz I mean yeah. that that song is uh is actually a fun a fun song, yeah. you know, to uh, Yeah. So it's going to be a fun one. Cool. So uh, and you guys you know where to find us, iTunes. Please if you're on iTunes, Google Play or Stitcher and you like the show or you like any of the people we have on the show, um rate us five stars, leave some leave comments, let us know what you like or don't like. Um once again, thank you to our sponsor Mayday Brewery. Uh yeah, anything else you guys got? Anything else? Chris, you got anything else, man? You want to plug? I just want to say I had so much fun listening to these guys play. <laughs> and talking with them, man. Great guys. Please check out their music and learn Spanish for their new, their new single. <laughs> yeah, hey, don't, be, hey. don't be afraid to ask, right? If you guys, if you guys are playing and uh, somebody comes up and wants to say hi to you guys and come up and uh, maybe, hey, like, hey, what was that song about or something like that? Yeah, right? of course. More than I welcome. Mean, More than like, welcome like to talk we, to we, we were saying it's a very interesting time to be alive and Nashville is definitely a really good place to be at right now. And there's so many things going on that we all have to get together, share the music and share the life, share the love, share the puff. And <laughs> 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 so, yeah, just come around, listen to our music, come to our shows, tell us where you play and we'll go to your show and let's just get together and do something really cool that makes us all feel alive. On the website, uh, yeah, www.rumbamadre.com, uh, we have all the shows down there, you know, so... Okay, yeah. um, it's pretty easy. R U M B A M A D R E dot com. So um, you go ahead and go ahead and, and you, you can see all the uh, the bios, mm-hmm. the music, videos, and all the shows there in the, in the, the website. Awesome. Thank you guys again. We loved having you guys on. Cheers, man. Thank right. you. Love to get into some deep some deep shit there for a while. <laughs> yes. no, we got some we got some history. We got some politics. We almost think the we didn't touch any religion. So <laughs> you learned something on Sherry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like this is uh, since this is share your buzz. When you guys should lead us with a, a good Spanish toast. Yeah, which like arriba abajo arriba arriba abajo al centro y pa dentro. See you guys next week. Haga frío, llueva o nieve, sea marzo, abril, diciembre, ¿qué más da? Siempre es primavera en mi cabeza. Sean 5, 10, 40, 2, 3, 1000, 1050 y es igual. Todos llevan la misma careta. Por eso yo te invito a que te subas a nuestra caravana este fin de semana. Visitaremos sitios increíbles y el lunes de mañana ya no recuerdas nada. La 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 la
Enanos de dos cabezas de las fuentes que cerveza ya verás No querrás volver nunca a tu vida Seas blanco, negro, albino, ruso, chino, palestino, ya verás Siempre tendrás sitio en este circo Por eso yo te invito a que te subas a nuestra caravana Este fin de semana Visitaremos sitios increíbles Y el lunes de mañana ya no recuerdas nada La, 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 la drinks in the air now. Nastro Troski, Kroski, Koski. Koski. 